So today on The Safety Geek, we are talking all about near misses. And did you know that your near miss definition actually changes over time? And if your definition is not changing, you will never get to zero. So let's talk about how to get there. Let's get to it. This is Safety Bri, your number one safety geek. Why do we have the behaviors that we do? Superheroes in the workplace, right? All of those things that go into making you an effective safety manager. I love what we do. Motivation, learning, teaching, training, teamwork. I geek out over that just as much as I do safety. Hello, 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 and welcome to The Safety Geek. I am so glad that you have joined me here today. My name is Bri, your number one safety geek. How are you guys doing? How is everything going on in your world? So today we are talking about near misses. So I would love to hear from you and hear about any of your near misses that were kind of like surprising to you or maybe your greatest hit for a near miss. I will tell you, you can find mine over at the website from the show notes for this episode. If you go to the safetygeek.com forward slash 40, it will take you to those show notes. And while you're there, download the free document that goes along with this episode. Okay, so let's go ahead and get started. Let's talk near misses. All right, so the common definition for a near miss is an accident that didn't happen that could have happened or like a very close call. So let's say that you had an accident happen, but there were no injuries or no damage or anything like that. Some people call those a near miss as well. So when you are developing your near miss program, one of the very first things you need to do is define what a near miss means for you because it is different for every program. And I'll get to how that definition evolves over time, but let's go over some of the common definitions. And this is where the free download that goes with this episode is gonna help you. I created a flow chart to kind of show you how the near miss goes. So remember, go to thesafetygeek.com forward slash 40 to download that pause if you need to. So that way you can go ahead and get that freebie. So a near miss is a result of either an unsafe act or an unsafe condition. So you have unsafe acts, which are the behaviors that people do. Um, Maybe they're not following procedures. Maybe they're not paying attention. Maybe they're distracted or they're fatigued or they're just not engaged, right? So that is an unsafe act. On the other side, you have unsafe conditions. So this refers to either equipment, facilities, things like that, like maybe even processes and procedures you can put in there. I'd probably put those in unsafe acts, but that's all the things that just kind of contribute to an accident. So when you have unsafe acts or you have unsafe conditions, what you're doing is you're priming the pump, you're making it, a perfect condition for an accident to happen. So when you have unsafe acts and conditions, something is eventually going to happen and it will either be an accident or an incident that results in an injury or property damage, fatality or permanent injury to somebody, or it will result in a near miss, meaning the accident that didn't happen that could have happened or the accident that, or the incident or event that happened that didn't result in damage or uh, injury. That's how it generally works. You start with an unsafe condition, then you have unsafe acts, which could lead to near misses or an accident. 
So a near miss, when you're actually creating your program and you're looking at them, what a near miss is doing is it's asking what if. What if this happened? What if that happened? This is where if you're a devil's advocate, you would you will really fit into this program because you're constantly looking at like what's the worst that could happen. And that's what a near miss program generally does is it looks at a hazard and is like, what is the worst that can happen? And then creates a near miss around it. But here's the thing about near misses is your definition of your near miss will evolve and change over time depending upon your availability to really investigate them and look into them. Because a near miss, when it happens, it should be treated just like an accident. You should run it through the exact same process. So let's think about an accident. When an accident happens, what do you do, right? You, so you fill out a report, obviously you do the first aid and medical treatment and all of that, but then you start to investigate it. And then you find the root causes and the contributing causes, and then you develop corrective actions to eliminate it out. A near miss is exactly the same. It's just you're removing the part where you're doing the treatment or fixing the damage. So when a near miss happens, yes, you should have a report for it. You should investigate it. You should find the root causes, the contributing causes, and apply corrective action so that way that never happens again. That's the ultimate goal of an accident investigation is to make sure that it never happens again. When you have a near miss program, you're basically treating it exactly like your accident program. And this is why I love near miss programs because you're not really adding to your to-do list. You're just changing. Like right now, you're currently investigating just claims. Maybe you're investigating serious accidents and claims, but you're not investigating first aids. But eventually your time frees up. Your accident rate starts to reduce. You have more time to do more investigations. You start investigating first aid claims. Maybe the people are using the first aid kit, right? And then you, you're doing those accident investigations, which are taking up some of your time. But then as those start to reduce, because you're applying corrective actions, as those reduce, you have more time to do more investigations. That's when you start to add in your near miss program. So then your, then your definition of a near miss has to be clear. What gets investigated, what doesn't. So when my near, near miss program started, I put a rule in place where I was like, if it takes more than one Band-Aid, we do an investigation. <laughs> and then that was what was taking up most of my time because when you focus on near misses, what happens is your accident rate automatically reduces because it is the one activity that is 100% proactive and looking at leading indicators to remove all of those hazards before an accident ever happens. Over time, what's going to happen is you are investigating all of your accidents and incidents that result in injury and damage. And then you have your definition of a near miss, so you're investigating those. As your accident rate reduces, you'll find yourself going weeks without investigating anything. So then you go, okay, it's time to change my definition for a near miss. And then you expand it and you go, okay, now maybe I want to also investigate any hazards reported by employees. And you might be thinking like, what, a slip and fall, you know, uh, water on the floor, I'm gonna investigate that. Yes, you are. <laughs> and then you might expand it even further as time frees up to include anything found on an inspection. So let's say that you're doing an inspection and you find some exposed wires. Generally, what we would do with that is just submit a work order and we fix the problem. When it is part of your near misdefinition that you are investigating 
uh, findings on inspections, we look at that further then. What caused the exposed wires? What's the preventative maintenance in this area? Are there corrective actions that we can put in place to make sure that, that this doesn't happen again? So then you start eliminating those. So that is how your near miss definition changes over time. So a lot of safety managers, they actually don't put in a near miss program until very late in the game. And that is a huge mistake. You're basically shooting yourself in the foot. What you need to do is get it in early, as early as you possibly can, as early as time allows for you, because you are literally removing hazards before the accidents happen. So I worked for this company one time that was literally having an accident a day. Every day there was an accident. It was a large company, so maybe it was understandable and we were a safety department of two, maybe three at the time. So it was kind of understandable, but what we did is we really focused on those daily accidents that were getting reported and corrective actioning out those causes. So then all of a sudden we went from an accident a day to an accident a week to an accident every two weeks on average. And what that did is it freed up our time and that's when you put in a near miss program. So when all of a sudden you see, oh, I have time to do more investigations, put in a near miss program then. Because it takes a lot to promote a near miss program and actually get them reported to you. That's gonna be the first stage. And then once you start including uh, your inspection results, it gets even better. I promise you, with a near, a near miss program is the key to getting your injury rates to zero. You have to have a very strong near miss program and you have to be investigating everything just like you would an accident and you will get your accident rate to zero. Alrighty, my safety friend, that is what I have for you today. If you do not have a near miss program, start thinking about that definition. Start really getting your mind around like, what can I define as a near miss? Get it approved by your management team and start putting that promotion process in place and start collecting those near misses. And if you already have a program in place or if you've seen some near misses, I wanna hear about them. So pop on over to thesafetygeek.com forward slash 40 and leave me a comment in the show notes so that I can see your near misses. You have an amazing day and I will chat with you next week. Bye-bye. Check out the show notes and links for this week's show at thesafetygeek.com. Hey, did you know that there is a Facebook group for safety geeks just like you? You can find it on the Safety Geek page at facebook.com forward slash the safety geek. And then just click the join group button. Be sure to join the group where we share safety manager stories and best tips and tricks within the community. Thanks for listening and have a safe day. I'll talk to you soon.